This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. All right, it, it is the season to be jolly, and you can see that people are jolly. I, I love Zikona saying, you know what? Some of us get the body we give it, okay? Some are bodies late now. Some of us just take what it's getting, okay? And it's getting a lot of things. It's getting beautiful fashion. It's getting field bars. It's getting champagne. It's getting cocktail parties. It's getting picnics. It's getting cruises or white parties. It's getting tickets to tropical islands. It's getting staycations, okay? It's getting seven colors, 14 color meals now. It's getting what it's getting. And that's great because it is what it is. But what happens after Christmas? What is that hangover after New Year's Eve? Hmm? The 2nd of January. When you look at your life and it's clear. There it is. On the horizon, back to work, back to school, back to this, back to that, tax season next month. And then the anxiety kicks in. And so today we're getting a masterclass on enjoying the festive season because it is a season to be jolly. But how do you get jolly and avoid the January? Like I said earlier on, many people are going to get paid around the 15th of December. And that check got to last you all the way to the 31st of January. So this is the one time where we say there's more month than money. And remember that the inflation rate has gone up. And so the costs of your debt, your mortgage, your car, just the value of your money has declined. So how do you make it stretch and stretch and stretch and stretch? Because by the time you get to the 15th, even the money doesn't have a voice anymore. <laughs> Dr. Frank McGuigui is joining us, a senior lecturer at the Gordon Institute of Business Science and also a financial wellness expert. Good day. Ah, Leracho, good morning to you. <laughs> and wow, you're almost making me, you know, kind of experience the problems I have had in the past personally, you know, with forgetting that January is actually just around the corner. What a lovely introduction that he has really provided to our, you know, Power FM listeners. It's just a reminder that um, whilst holidays is a time for putting ourselves on the back, is a time for rest and travel and entertaining, the bills will indeed be waiting for us in January. School fees, insurance premiums, water, light, you know, Alice. So we need to balance that. Why can't the insurers just take their money on the 15th so that whatever I'm spending come the 16th, I know it's money I actually have, disposable income? In fact, what a lovely question. In the, consumers can actually make that uh, uh, arrangement with insurers. So they are quite flexible. They can't contractually just kind of run the debit order on the 15th. But for consumers who are saying to themselves, in fact, that's one of the tips, who say to themselves, you know what, in January, I don't want to have to struggle to you know, cover expenses, not only insurance. They can actually make arrangements with their bank, with their insurer, for that debit order to run on the 15th for the January premium. 
that's mm. one takeaway if, if, if consumers are prepared to handle it like that. Okay. All right. So let's talk about what we call the festive joy, right? And how to really enjoy the festive season but be circumspect. Yeah. So what happens is, you know, before I even get to the practical uh, financial tips, I just like to talk about the psychology of money relate. As you and I would know, yes, we talk about rents and cents in our bank account, or of course, you know, the notes if some, someone has money in their wallet. But the fundamental thing around money relate is that there's a whole psychology to money. Money means something, you know, to individuals. And what is that something? It can mean power, it can mean security, it can mean status. It can mean spontaneity. So what we need to understand is that, particularly now, at the end of the year, where there's that sense of I'm tired, I've been working hard, I must reward myself. Some of those um, representatives of money become quite dominant. And so if you think of something like uh, spontaneity, I'm tired, I've been working hard, I'm getting a little bit of a taking check. Why not spoil myself? So we become, uh, we become almost unaware that there's a driving power that's getting us to spend. And only when we get to January do we realize it. So I always like to start by saying, be mindful of choices you are making. Really think about what is driving them. And often mm. status, it's patting myself on the back. It's, I've worked hard, let me reward myself. Mm. I like to start by reminding our Power FM listeners to say, just be aware about your thoughts and emotions that are driving okay. your holiday planning. All right. So, so, so sometimes, even though we are tired, it's the end of the year, and I'm going to tell you, Doctor McGregor, I'm tired. See me. Same if you, if you me, said, I'm if tired. you, if you said tomorrow was the last day, I'd be happy with that arrangement. We're tired, you know? So people are very, very exhausted. It's been a really demanding full-on year for the majority of people. And if there is a little bit of money to sort of say, oh, buy yourself that pair of shoes, that bag, or you know what? Let me take my family on a lovely trip to the Vic Falls. Why not? Why shouldn't those be those positive emotions govern you? What are you saying? We shouldn't have them or we shouldn't let them just overrule us? No, no, that's all right. I'm not getting in trouble with our power. I'm not in any way saying that. I am just saying often what we do see is the spontaneity, the unplanned travels, the unplanned expenditure. That's what comes back to bite a lot of uh, consumers in January. Mm. So, yes, if there is an opportunity to pat myself on the back, take a short left, mm. go to the falls, you know, enjoy my province because you don't always have to travel outside your province. Mm. That is also fantastic. I guess what I'm highlighting relative is this. For a stress-free, worry-free January, mm. what is required right now as we are on the 5th of December mm. is planning. Is really to say, what can my financial situation allow? Okay. Realistically, what amount of debt do I have? What are my monthly bills? Can I afford this trip right. to Victor Falls or even to KZN or even okay. to the Eastern Cape? Or is it one of those where I'm going to do short trips at home in Gauteng or in Limpopo because there's also attractions within my okay. own property? Okay, so what you're saying is the spirit in which you do something. 
is good. I want to spoil myself, spoil my family. It's been a long year. There's nothing wrong with feeling like that. But do you need, do you need to have the expensive holiday, say in Cape Town, which is an expensive destination, when you could go to uh, a game park in Limpopo and drive? Do you need to buy an expensive LV bag when you could buy uh, a Tula Cindy local high value brand do you need you can still spoil yourself but would it be better to buy local versus importing would it be better to go far or somewhere nearer and still have the same spirit of celebration absolutely okay. i think you just nailed the you know, uh, the hit the nail on the head there so and, and the reason that is let's not forget we had almost 5% increase in interest rate so anyone with a home loan is still playing, paying elevated levels on their home loan, mm-hmm. on their personal loan, on credit card. Mm-hmm. So we, we are still within what I call you know, a cost of living crisis. That hasn't changed. Okay. So I'm just saying consumers need to be mindful of their situation as they kind mm-hmm. of you know, reward themselves okay. at the end of the year. Okay. And I, I, I just wanted to add to that one. This one's for my friends. Do I need to be drinking French champagne or yes. can I buy MCC from Stella and Bosch, which is the same, but 500 rands less. Absolutely. Okay. And it's those choices, right, that ultimately make oh. a key point that you raised. Okay. Because in that spirit of fun, in that spirit of relaxing, in that spirit of family get-togethers, I think often what we can ask ourselves later is this. Your point exactly. Is it about putting perhaps things we can't quite for, afford, perhaps a little bit expensive product on the table, or is it about the spirit of enjoying mm. being with family and friends? One needs to strike a balance you know, between the okay. two, because at the end of the day, the worst thing is to get into a new year and you are really starting on the back foot because okay. you are struggling with debt, for okay. example. Okay, so you've said two things right now. You've said contact your insurer and see if you can push your debit orders earlier trip, yes. so that you pay your bills first and then go out and have fun. And then secondly, how you have fun, have it. But spend wisely. Ask yourself some questions about value for money when you are spending. Okay, now you've had your fun. You've had those indulgent meals on Christmas Day. You've even had that big party uh, at New Year's Eve. (laughs) Now you wake up. Now you wake up and it's the 3rd of January and your life is flashing before your eyes. Now you're sober and your life is flashing right before your eyes. What are the first few things you need to do to get a handle? Because you're still technically in a holiday season. You're not really back at work. But now you realize next week, I'm going to have to buy school (laughs) shoes, stationery, uniform. I need transport money. Transport money. I I need to pay the first term's fees. 3rd of January, it gets real. Absolutely. So what you need to do there, and it's a problem, right, that says most consumers in general, there is that little bit of overindulging, little bit of, you know, going beyond the budget in general that catches up with most consumers. So here's what I would recommend. There are three key steps. Number one, take out that calculator, take out that spreadsheet, however you add up things, and face the reality. Say to yourself, what needs to come out in 
January. In other words, I need to buy school fees, I need to buy stationery, I need transport money. Of course, I must still put food on the table so that you are realistic about perhaps the problem that you are facing. That's what I would say as a first step. Mm. Let's say out of that step, you realize that, yo, I won't be able to pay a personal loan. I won't be able to make my uh, payment towards a credit card, for example, or even a home loan. What do you then do? You know, kind of those big ones. Mm. Proactively approach the providers. In other words, the banks and the insurance companies, they do realize January is a challenging month. What they don't want, Lerat, is to run a debit order and there's nothing. Dololo. And mm. that does two things. Firstly, they now are calling you to find out what's going on. But more importantly, it also affects uh, the individual's credit. Uh, report in that when money is missing on a promise day, boom, that's reported to a credit bureau. So take the calculator, take stuff for current reality. If there's a bit of a shortfall, please proactively approach the providers, mm -hmm. like financial services providers, and say, I'm in a little bit of trouble in, 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 in January. Please help me out. Mm -hmm. The third thing that, that I want to add is it's such a wonderful thing to do at the beginning of the year. In that midst, you'll find yourself with fear, perhaps with anxiety, judging oneself that what I was I thinking. Often it's a good <laughs> idea to reach out someone a little bit far removed from your situation. This could be a financial coach, this could be a financial planner or advisor, it could be even be a mentor. It is a good thing, you know, to talk to others about a situation that is a little bit stressful. Although I must put a caveat, most people find money discussion to be quite personal. They don't mm -hmm. want to discuss them with others. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm hearing other things. Is it better to pay a little bit of a debt than no debt at all? Absolutely. It's better to put a little bit towards it. It's showing commitment to that promise that every month on the first of the month or on the 25th of the month, I do honor my obligations. So that's a, it's a little bit tough for me, but here's a little something that I can put together for okay. now. Absolutely. All right. So, so uh, service the debts that need to be serviced by the things that are of urgency and then see if you can reschedule some of that debt and pay in the credit cards. On the issue of the credit cards, uh, when I was younger, I, 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 I did max it out. And then it took me like three years to pay it back. Oh, who did it? Same with me. It took me four years. And then I realized, you know what, I, I, don't, I don't like this. So yeah. once I settled that debt, I never took out a credit card again. Yeah. Yeah. And because I've got that trauma now. And yeah. and um and I'm now finding that if you're wanting to buy something, you know, they're asking you literally for a credit card, not a debit card. So Correct. you are trying to do the Correct. right thing and say, I don't want to have this debt. But every part of the ecosystem wants you to have this debt. It doesn't make sense to me. And so you raise one of the huge challenges that today's consumers are facing. In my work at Gibbs, where I do a lot of research on financial wellness, one of the things that we have picked up, and it's not only me, even international research uh, shows the same, it is this. The use of credit cards, the use of our phones and devices to pay other than cash, whilst it's convenient, there is a definite, definite um, link between over-indebtedness because when you swipe, it doesn't quite feel like you're spending money. 
it's not the same as taking, you know, kind of rents and coins and counting and paying. Mm. And so one of the things we find is that consumers need to be so careful to remind themselves that when I am swiping, it's like taking a loan. When I'm swiping my credit card, I don't have this money. I'm buying on credit. Kind of that constant reminder. And say to themselves, when I'm swiping a debit card, I am paying with money that I already have. Because that mindfulness will help one say, but I can't be swiping so much, for example, for groceries. Mm. You know, something that I should try to pay with my debit card. So the institutions make it far easier for us to use credit cards. And so it's really upon to our consumers, our Power FM listeners, to say to themselves, I am mindful with what I pay with. Do I swipe for, you know, groceries and end, or mm. do I swipe credit card in other ways, or do I use uh, my debit card? So it's really that mindfulness and it's incumbent on the consumer to be aware of that. Okay. So at the beginning of the year, um, when you're sitting down doing your resolutions, it is what it is. You've now done what you've done. <laughs> yes. And maybe you're not going to quite get out of the mud in January. But yes. perhaps you can make resolutions for February, March, April, May Correct. and the new year. What are some yes. of those resolutions that oh, you could make beautiful. and what are the actions you can take? Yes. So here's what I recommend. I love the topic of resolution because it kind of harnesses the idea of a fresh start, beginning of the year, beginning of January, the excitement, we've closed another year. My first thing, Lerato, is this. Before you put pen to paper and come up with a new resolution, may I ask you, please, Power FM listener, look into the past year, 2023, and say to yourself, what did I have as new year resolutions in 2023? How did they go? Where was I successful? Where was I not successful? What contributed to it? Do I really need new resolutions? Or perhaps I can take one or two that I didn't quite accomplish in the previous year, 2023, and kind of move them to 2024. The reason that I start with that is this. Most of us, we pretend as if we've got a blank piece of paper. We don't. We have some resolution that we didn't quite get to. And perhaps a good point is to start with those so that we don't have that feeling in March and April where we just feel, you know, I'm never good at at, at getting my resolutions done. I have even forgotten them by April. Mm. I'm just not good at this thing. We throw our hands up in the air. Think of dieting. Think Mm. of exercising. Think of gym memberships, you know, Mm. at the beginning of each year. So I would offer firstly kind of an honest take on how did you do on previous year's resolution. That's the one thing. Mm. That, Lerato, it's powerful because it also brings this element for me. It reminds you that perhaps you didn't do as well as you should and you write down the reasons. And perhaps what you then say is, maybe I need an accountability partner. You know, someone who can help me, keep me honest, a friend, a coach, a parent, Mm -hmm. a spouse, a sibling, that who can help me achieve my objectives. Mm -hmm. I didn't quite do as I should have done well, you know, in the previous year. Then my third thing would be, once I've done that process, I would remind myself, health matters. Our wealth, Lerato is our health. Mm. And therefore, I need to look after health like COVID reminded us. Am I doing things 
that make sure that my health is in order because I can earn more, I can do side gigs, side hustles, you know, when my health is, mm. is, is in order. Then, of course, I'll get back to my finances. We're talking about finances here. And also say, you know, little things like spending less than you earn, reducing debt, additional contribution to my debt. Mm. Those are all wonderful resolutions so that you have a peaceful and healthy 2024. Okay. Quite a few things you've said. Firstly, I'll tell you my bugbear. I can't stand the fact that insurers are calling me up and telling me that my premiums are going up next year. All of them. And every year they do this. It doesn't matter what the state of the economy is. There's a recession, interest rates are high. All of them, without fail, raise their fees each year. What what is going on there? Inflation, yes. Yeah, so that one is a complex one. So there's primarily three reasons that happens. The first one is generally that we know... uh, Goods and services are increasing year on year, what we call inflation, and they are essentially adjusting their pricing for inflation in the event that, for example, if it's short-term insurance, one, God forbid, has been involved in an accident or have lost their car, they would be able you know, to get uh, it fixed or to buy a new car at current market rate. That's one reason, inflation. The other one is that we generally find that whether it's car insurance or whether it's um, life insurance, when there are more claims, it essentially means that big pool of money that is being put and covering you and me is being depleted. And one way to make sure that it's sustainable and insurers are able to meet their obligations, you know, is to increase uh, their premium. The third one, which you and I, Lerato, can and our Power FM listeners can have a major role on, is being honest. Often, individuals they don't quite tell the truth when they are um, signing up for life insurance, when they are signing up for mm-hmm. funeral cover. Take that into account. Plus fraud in the industry. It means that there are so many fraudulent claims, and to cover for that, insurers generally also mm. at the beginning of the year increase their premiums. So those so, are some of the reasons that make it inevitable that so, premiums go up year on year. So good people are being punished for the rotten potatoes. We've yes, got, we've got, uh, we've got two listeners who want to engage yeah. you. There's one question I want to ask. Very briefly, how do you Uh just tell your family no? Sometimes that's really hard at Christmas to say to your kids no. It's putting boundaries there that, and I find this trick works. I say, you know, my budget for gifting is the following. I can only give gift within this. Or if it's an impromptu travel, no, Nana, I've got two girls. We haven't budgeted for this. We can't afford it. So people want a reason. And when we, you link that reason to your financial wellness, I'm sorry I can't do it because I've depleted the budget for that. Often people respect that. They won't be happy, but they you mm. know, respect the choices and the boundaries one is putting okay. in place. So boundaries matter. Louis, you've got something to say. Yo, everything you said about credit cards is true. I've avoided the call of the book, but every time when I go and look out for something, but I want a credit score, but why? But no, because of only credit, I want a scholar. I end up having a credit card. Mm. But my problem is why? I pay each and every month, even if like a trial or Eric, maybe we're a credit card. Chill that thing it keeps on going down. I don't understand why. Mm. And then, like, I get to see Logan, but it keeps on dropping. 
Okay. So I just want to understand, or maybe you can just get someone who got credit card because okay. this thing is a problem. Thank okay, you. Dr. Magwegwe, he's paying off his bills. Yes. He doesn't use the credit card. He just has it so that sometimes when somebody's like, do you have a credit score? He's got a, you know, so he doesn't use it. He puts money into it, yep. but the value on the credit card declines. Yeah, so, you know, it depends, I guess, on... Um, the arrangement with the card that the you know individual has, I'm thinking perhaps you know of a scenario where because the way a credit card works is you know you've got an outstanding balance and you've got a commitment to pay you know a monthly amount over a period of time. Remember they ask us you want to uh, buy on budget six, twelve, eighteen months. It might have to do with those uh, specific calculations. Difficult you know, kind of to tell without having a little bit of info, but I'm just sensing it might be having to do mm. with something like that, yeah. Okay. Boniswa, good morning. Hi. Um, so the case is reminding me of a teacher. He used to say, don't cut your own nose despite your own face. So meaning, yes, we all know it's the festive season, but don't intentionally do actions that you're going to regret later. Mm. And I'm part of a community, young people, what we do, um, we actually have a plan already. We're already in 2024. So in December, we are making money. Yes, we're exhausted. We went oh, through the boat. Well but we make money in December and then we'll pull out in January. Essentially, it becomes a lot cheaper. And I still have all the nice experiences. Um, mm. My meals are very basic. Mm. When I go out, it's not necessary to break your budget just to take a photo for social media. You know what I mean? Mm. I have the most basic meals at a restaurant. I'm there with everyone else. I can tag it, location, mm. but I didn't break my budget. Okay. And also generally having a schedule of productive activities. So you go yeah. out with the kid, maybe to fit camps and stuff. Things that don't cost money. Maranituile, alaporeha, you went somewhere. Mm. And you're not spending money. They're okay. actually productive activities. And if you don't have money, you don't have the money. I tell my family that also. Okay. Wow. You know what okay. I mean? So All practical. Right. All right. Thanks for that. And so what she's saying is during the year when things are off peak season, that's yes. when you book the holiday. That's when you make Correct. the big purchase because you're paying yes. less. You're not paying peak hour, peak season prices. Yes. Okay. And it underlies planning relative. One of the things that is so fundamental for our good financial wellness is planning. You know, a budget is planning expenses. Here we go, planning the December holiday, perhaps in April, so that you take advantage of off peak okay. pricing. All right. Thank you so much for the conversation. Um, I'm just going to say, you know what? We are all on Insta. We love to post. Nah, enjoyments. Nah, enjoyments. Be careful. Because that now enjoyment in January <laughs> is now gonna create worry now. <laughs> Goodbye. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.